Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast, will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Cool Zone Media. I apologize in advance and just... A discretion advised, I'ma say the N-word a lot in this one. They're in context, okay? They're here to prove a point. They're not superfluous. But if that's a thing, just I just want you to be careful. You're gonna hear the N-word a lot in this episode. All right. Apparently, some of you brothers needed a reminder. Well, maybe one of you brothers. We're gonna quote the Bono of hip hop, Jay-Z. Light nigga, dark nigga, fake nigga, real nigga, rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, field nigga. Still nigga. Come on. Light nigga, dark nigga, fake nigga, real nigga, rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, field nigga. Still nigga. OJ be like, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Okay. Y'all, somebody go play this song to the homie Harrison Floyd. Well, apparently he got his reminder now. Sitting in the Fulton County Jail. You still a nigga. Hood politics, y'all. All right, y'all, we've done, this is the 2.0 version of, of I'm Not Black, I'm OJ. I have a, a episode way like episode 17, two years ago, right? This song came out in 2020, two years ago. No, not even 2020, this song came out in 2017, my bad. Yeah, because it came out the same day as Crooked. I was like, God dang it. So this album came out the same day as my record called Crooked came out in 2017. But anyway, we did an episode using this theme. There's a few things. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to try to get through this without laughing too hard. Because, y'all, it's, it's one of those things that ain't funny, but they funny. You know what I'm saying? That's not funny, but it's funny. OJ, as in OJ Simpson. Now, 
to catch you up on your pop culture, Orenthal James Simpson, as in OJ, the one that we kind of have a, as a consensus among the black community have accepted that that man killed that lady. The trial of the century, the 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 white Bronco, like just one of the most iconic cultural touchstones was the 24-hour coverage of O.J. Simpson's case about killing his wife and her boo thing in Beverly Hills. Televised high-speed chase in a white Ford Bronco where he was, you know, running from the law for having to turn himself in for this murder. And then he had this this uh, set of lawyers, you know, Johnny Cochran, one of the best ones, you know what I'm saying? Who did the, if the glove don't fit, you must acquit, you know? And anyway, one of the most, like, just, just if you don't notice, there's like plenty of television shows, series, just the trial of the century was O.J. Simpson's trial. Why it was so important was because O.J. was such a sweetheart. Everyone loved O.J., Heisman Trophy winner, USC, I mean, commercials, movies. You ever seen a movie Naked Gun, right? Just what, just a overwhelmingly beloved, could do no wrong, golden smile. Everyone loved OJ Simpson and OJ was into them white girls. That man loved him some white women, but that's, that's besides the point. But OJ kind of carried this air about himself after he started getting money and I remember my dad actually said something about it. I'd never forget this. Uh, this this should be reviewed for a lot of y'all. I remember my dad was talking about him when the trial was coming on. About this, I'm not black, I'm OJ phrase. Because OJ kind of made it into like the gentry. You know what I'm saying? Like he was in the elites, the Hollywood, you know, um, Kardashians. Like that's part of the funny with this. So he, <laughs> it's... Pretty much understood that he was smashing the Mama Kardashian, which was crazy because his lawyer was the Daddy Kardashian. They family, like the the Kim and and Chloe and them, they call him Uncle OJ. Like they family, this like the the crust of the crust. So much so, when you get around these circles, you start. Maybe thinking that these people actually love you and that maybe you have gotten into some sort of post-racial society. That the money you got somehow mean your blackness don't matter no more. Because you're not experiencing uh-huh, the type of oppression that the rest of us is experiencing. So you, you, so you might start to believe that you have transcended this race. That somehow or another, the rules don't apply to you no more. Oh, until the system come and get you. And when this man was facing trial, all of a sudden, part of his defense. And, and, and at first, we kind of fell for it. Because it's not like the LAPD doesn't have a history of planting evidence and all sorts of racist and prejudiced practices towards people of color in Los Angeles in the long-standing tradition of America's anti-blackness. It's not like that wasn't real. So we kind of felt like, you know, usually like, here's the thing, you know, you know, the whole like believe women type situation to where it's like my default is I'm gonna believe this girl, right? Which is, which should be your default. Now among black people, we kind of had that too. We like, 
That's my default. I'm a, I'm a default believe this, brother. Until you show me otherwise. And as this case was going on, it started to be like, uh, I don't know, nigga, you on your own. And all of a sudden, you, you, you black again. Because you needed the community on your side. You thought you were special. You thought these people ain't, that the rules don't apply to you no more just because you, you a nigga in a suit? That's what you are. You a nigga in a suit. Don't you ever forget. And this is the, the, the position of the black community. It's like, listen, man, don't you ever forget what these people, what this country think of you. You may meet some wonderful people. You may be in a situation where, you know, on an individual level, you got people that are wonderful and treat you well and love you for who you are. But I need you to remember in the eyes of the law, in the eyes of the spirit of this country, rich nigga, poor nigga, light nigga, dark nigga, fake nigga, real nigga, house nigga, field nigga. Oh, you still a nigga. But OJ had the, had the nerve to believe he was different. I'm not black, I'm OJ. <laughs> oh, okay. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, why do I bring this up? I want to talk to y'all about a man named Harrison Floyd. Harrison Floyd is one of the co-defendants in this RICO charge in Fulton County in Georgia, along with President Trump. Why this is an episode is because of all the 18 co-defendants, ain't but two black people, and one of them brothers 
And what else is unique about this one black one? His bail was denied. That nigga's still in jail. As of today, see, he ain't had a bread for the high-powered lawyer to negotiate the bond before he surrendered. So that means he got to stay in jail till he get a hearing. And the judge could decide to issue him a bond agreement or not. Or it could be he got some priors. <laughs> that's why the nigga can't go nowhere. Like, now nah, you got priors because that's maybe that's why they calling him a flight risk. Nigga, you can't go. Uh, August 23rd. No, no, no. What is this? August 29th. As of today, August 29th, they denied that nigga bail. Said he was a flight risk. He was like, uh, I turned myself in before Trump. I was one of the first ones to turn myself in. And he couldn't really afford one of these high-powered attorneys like the rest of these dudes could. Rich nigga, poor nigga. Fake nigga, real nigga. Still nigga. Left that nigga still in jail right now. Everybody else out. Everybody out. <laughs> everybody bond posted. Everybody bail. Everybody out. Got their lawyers moving their cases to federal. Who's still sitting there with no help? The nigga. Listen. Now, how you make it to this level of the game and the situation he in means that you have planted your tent in a neighborhood that I'm pretty sure all the ancestors, every ancestor we got told you, listen, dead end. You know what I'm saying? Uh, do not pass this line. Road ends in a thousand feet. Through traffic, merge left. I Listen, danger Will Robinson. Why do I say this? Well, I'm going to give some generalities and then I'm going to get into some specifics about this brother's uh, movement, the um, Black Voices for Trump. Now, let me do this disclaimer. Black people can be conservative. This is not what I'm saying. Black people can like Trump. That's not what I'm saying. We are allowed to be as diverse and to have as many opinions as we are people, we are not a monolith. We are a wonderful conglomerate, <laughs> a symphony of voices and melanins and shapes and opinions that are beautiful. Now, having said that, our collective existence in this land that we currently call America as we know it, United States as we know it, we came or started coming because of the year 1619. We're brought as slave labor. We were not, as a, as a collective, we were not immigrants. You know, there's, there's a difference. You, we, now, that's not everybody, obviously, you know, but clearly I'm not that dense. But we, 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 we know how we got here. At, at least we should. And we know that that original sin, at least we should know, was never really atoned for. Oh, they, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like I have a poem called 20 Years, which you could listen to uh, on, on YouTube, on my YouTube, on Prop Hip Hop, 
where, you know, if you was in an abusive relationship and the person stopped beating you one day and then, but never like addressed the fact that you had been beating me for 20 years, uh, there's like, there's some stuff we got to deal with. You got to make some things right. If you never really attempt to make those things right, you just stop actively beating me. I mean, thanks. Do you know what I'm saying? But if if we're going to do like a, a, a cursory understanding of, of America, once we stopped, which the black people of, of the country who jumped into the, to the Civil War and forced the government's hand, don't like, that wasn't given to us. Against all odds. You know what I'm saying? Force the hand of the government to sign the 13th and 14th Amendment inside of both of those amendments is still a possibility to enslave us. You just do it through prisons. And if that didn't work, of course, the country instituted the sets of black codes and Jim Crow laws to continue to purposefully subjugate us to make sure that we remain second-class citizens because as an institution, we were never seen as equals. That is the legacy of this country that is still yet to be dealt with. Of course, on the individual level, we understand that like everybody, everybody's different, just like white, just like black people and white, white people ain't a monolith. We understand that, right? We also understand a legacy and a tradition. Oh, y'all want to wear your 9-11 never forget shirts, but you want me to forget about slavery. Oh, 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 you not a you you I shouldn't be punishing white people for the for the for the things that their ancestors done. Well, nigga, you wasn't alive during the the Declaration of Independence, my nigga. You wasn't alive during the Revolutionary War, but are you not reaping the benefits of of the bloodshed? Nigga, that was you are living in the privileges that your ancestors gave you, that you celebrate every day. You sure do like reaping the benefits of what your ancestors did, but you don't never want to, you know, pay the consequences for what your ancestors did. Yeah, I like, I'm just saying, that's this, those things go together. Like, that's just a part of it. And I don't know what, you could throw a rock in any area in history where, like, just, like, the, the trope that black people can't swim. No, I mean, you think Africa ain't got islands? Nigga, we surfed. We, you know what I'm saying? Of course we could swim. It's because in America, the beaches were segregated. And if we was in the pool, y'all, these people was throwing bleach in them. Because to get us out. And I'm pretty sure there's probably a good level of PTSD over that ocean sitting somewhere in our bones. But what I'm trying to say is you could throw a rock into any area of our civilization and know that these people is not thinking bit much about you. You ain't going to ever be seen as an equal. Like, that's just... And, and again, again, please hear me. Robert and Sophie, white as hell. That's my brother and sister. I love them. They love me. I'm not talking... On the individual level, I'm talking about the systemic, right? Y'all, y'all hear what I'm trying to say here? And they wouldn't disagree with me. They understand. That's part of why we get along. They get it. 
But there's this understanding that we get now. Uh, let me let me let me balance this because my daddy, you know, Black Panther daddy, he used to always say stuff like, "Cause one of my one of my best friends, who I started our record label with, uh, y'all who know my history knows who he is." And my father loves him. Like, don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? And we are still friends to this day. I love this brother. This is this is just an example of where the old generation moves into the new generation. The old generation used to say, okay, I know that's your friend. I know y'all, you know what I'm saying? But you got you to gotta watch out for these white people, man. You know, you got to be real careful. You know what I'm saying? Like, just make sure you're protecting yourself. Now, they are saying this from their experience. And of course, it was like, I'm like, all right, dad. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, oh okay. Like, it, like that's my dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've been in the trenches together. That's my dog. You know what I'm saying? And I don't hold no ill will on air animosity towards uh, y'all, y'all, y'all who know, know who I'm talking about. Like, I don't hold, that's my, like, that's my brother. Like, there is no, that's my brother. You know what I'm saying? But it was just funny hearing the OGs be like, now you, you know, you better watch that white boy. <laughs> Because they're like, look, you still a nigga. Like, because at the end of the day, and it may not even be his fault. Like, I'm dealing with a situation right now where I don't even, like, there's, there are records, albums I have that I still haven't been able to get my masters back from. You still a nigga. Do you understand what I'm saying? I got no high-powered lawyer, and it's not from them per se is from our distributor like i still can't there's some masters of albums i still can't get back you still a nigga and it's a thing that like no matter how much education you get there are always moments that remind you whether you black you brown hell females y'all like like women y'all get it too there no matter how high you get no matter how many suffixes you have at the end of your name there's always these moments in the back of this low home that remind you that like this system is not built for you to succeed in it. And there's a rarefied air that does not want you to be a part of it. You have bogarted yourself in here. And if you ever get too comfortable, if you ever get too comfortable, the reminder is gonna come and you have to keep your head about you. That's something, listen, you have to stay woke. That's what we mean. You have to stay aware. I don't care how nice these people are to you. A lot of times they just move different than us. Part of our success in this in this world is our collective identity, our collective understanding, our community. The fact that we look out for each other. You just saw the Montgomery brawl. You think they knew that dude? No, we just look out for each other. We might fight amongst each other, but I promise you this. We'll burn this bitch down, get us pissed. Thank you, Tupac. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, we, you know, we beef. We got our problems. You know what I'm saying? We're not perfect. We human like everybody else. But when it come down to it, let me quote Issa Rae. Forgive me, I'm cheering for everybody black. That's, that's just, we all we got. And we have an understanding of that. But if somebody ever gets just lulled into believing that you gonna be different, that you didn't, you done found the area of America, especially in a room full of people like the Trump organization. Nigga, what you thought? I just wonder how many conversations that you would have to shrug off. And look, I'm if I would give him the benefit of the doubt, maybe he was hitting a lick. 
You used to make a lot of money off this stuff. Maybe you don't believe none of it. But look where it landed you. And then in the case, we're going to talk about it later. The person that he's accused for pressuring to change the vote in the photo count is a black woman. Now, listen, you ever worked retail? If you a black person, brown person, you ever worked retail? More black or brown people walk in. Guess who they send to go talk to? Oh, you, 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 oh, you know the move. That look, look what happened to him. But you shrug it off and just be like, oh, we're not talking about me. If you around, listen, ladies, ladies, I'm talking to the lady and even now I'm going to say ladies right now because I'm just going to I'm going to use a cisgendered like analogy here. And and if and if it applies in any other combo, then let it apply. The thing I'm saying is if you around dudes and they just throw the term bitch around a lot. I talk to these hoes, I talk to these hoes, oh man, you know, these bitches, these hoes ain't we just, like, are you really telling yourself, well, they, I mean, they not talking about me. Word? Really? No, you got your antennas, you know that. You see a bunch of niggas, they talk like that all the time, you know you potentially are one of the bitches they talking about. That's the way they view women. I know you know that. Nah, she different. She the homie. Nah, but you cool though. Nigga, no. You have to, you have to know. You know, he, I mean, he be out, he be out, but he come home to me. Girl, is you serious? Look, maybe she hitting the lick. She like, he take me on vacations. I don't care. All I want to do is go on vacations. But look, if you out here like, it's, it's different with me. It, oh, it is? Hmm. Okay. So bring that all around. You can have your opinion, have your views, see the world the way way you see, but don't you ever forget you have, especially in a room full of people that are verifiably, <laughs> carry verifiably racist tendencies and views. They, I, I read this nigga, this nigga contributes to Breitbart. Cuz, have you read any of the other articles? Do you know what they think of you? Do you know what they think of us? I think you do now because you sitting in that jail cell right now while the rest of them niggas, ain't nobody called you, huh? Ain't nobody loaned you no money, did they? Ain't nobody, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody looking out for you. You look, you, you, you stood before that judge, that white lady by yourself. You looking at that white lady by yourself. She don't care who you run with. Rich nigga, poor nigga, still nigga. And look, 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 look. A nigga in Georgia, too. Ooh, good God almighty. Listen to me. When you bet the house on people that you already know is shaky. Look, we, listen, let me tell you something, man. Like, you don't learn, you learn this stuff in the hood, man. It, it be people you want to make sure you stay on their good side. You feel me? But you keep them a little, you keep a little distance from them. There was a situation, I'm just saying on some, on some gang stuff, where I was getting pressed pretty hard, right? And... There were, I could have, I could have dropped a name. I could have called one of the big homies and said, hey, I like, hey, I'm getting pressed real hard. I need you, can you, can you help me out here? And that nigga would have done it for me. He loved me. But I'd have owed him something. So you don't, don't, you don't send that text. I've said that before. Look, you don't, you got, you got to think real careful. You send that text. Like, I don't know if I want to be, in a situation with a person like that. Listen, if our relationships is transactional, 
which is what I'm trying to get to about these rarefied heirs. Your relationship is transactional. They needed black people to vote for them. That's why you there. Niggas don't love you. Now, I don't know specifics. Again, I'm just saying in gross generalities. Now, is it any... Now, you're going to say, whoa, whoa, Biden. Nigga, you... Again, you have to stay woke. You think I don't know that? I'm I'm asking... I'm asking you which... Which... Which candidate you said I endorsed on this stage, on this on this platform? I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out which I'm trying to figure out which one of them I'm trying to figure out which one of them niggas you you see me do a crime for. No, I'm keeping my head about me. I'm still a nigga. I know that. Oh, I got graduate level. You know what I'm saying? I got graduate level education. Listen, I'm a homeowner. I got equity and shit. I'm a business owner. I own my own coffee company. You know what I'm saying? I'm building that. I'm raising capital. I'm trying to get some investors. But I tell you what, I know even in me trying to get investors, huh? rich nigga, poor nigga, everybody money ain't good money. You know, you can't eat at everybody's house. <laughs> oh, that's some wisdom of the ages. Because you gonna learn, you still a nigga. Now, let's talk about the story. Optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robey, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, I mean, this article's all over the place. NPR... A Associated Press, uh, Forbes, which is my favorite one. Um, 
So I'm pulling from a lot of different sources. It's all out there. You can, you know, fact check me or you could fact check them. But I'm telling you the two places I'm getting it from. I'm getting this from NPR, from Forbes and from Fox. Those are the places I'm getting it from. And then just from Instagram, because <laughs> I, I scroll through the uh, the Black Voices for Trump Instagram. And woo, that's a doozy. Um, now, basically, Harrison Floyd, like I said, one of 18 co-defendants in Trump's elections. So listen, Floyd is a he's a Marine veteran, 39 years old. OK, and he was the director for this Black Voices for Trump during the 2020 election cycle. Now, what that is, like I said, that's like, basically, it's like a promotional crew. Like, you, you're, you're, you're rallying the troops. You're giving out information. You're just trying to get the man elected, right? But as we know, the brother struggles or, or Trump struggles with, with Black people, and obviously so. Now, his particular case, he is indicted for or accused of pressuring uh, Ruby Freeman. Um, she was an election worker in Fulton County after she refused to change the results of the county's vote, right? And Freeman testified before the House January 6th community last year that she was forced to leave her home for two months and quit her job after receiving threats after the uh, uh, election. I mean, that's a tough case. He was down there bullying them. Remember, like I said, when you read, if you in a Rico, nigga, oh, you you guilty of one, you guilty of all, right? Uh, now Floyd went to um, George Washington University, right? So he's graduated man, he's a former Marine, right? And it said that like when he was getting served his papers to get a <laughs> that he was being indicted, that the nigga went off on them. And like slam the door, almost be homie ass. Like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Now, remember, he a Marine. Now, I don't know all Marines. Now, I'm not even going to go there because that's not fair. Uh, he's a Marine. And if he's a Marine that also led something like this, then I'm say that that that, that Kool-Aid got swallowed uh, quickly. And he also, one of his other gigs was he was an executive producer, like I said, of the right wing outlet Bright News. Right. And was a partner at Washington, D.C. based Commonwealth International, according to his LinkedIn page. Again, this is on this is from a Forbes magazine. Right. Um, now, listen, let me make this clear. This man's history of criminality in the in the political sphere is no worse than every last one of them. As a matter of fact, I'd venture to say is a lot less. Of course, there's the case he's facing right now because he act, he assaulted the dude that tried to give him a subpoena. Do you know what I'm But, you know, he's a Marine. And Marines be hotheads. Uh, not all of them, but they be hotheads. But the point is, he ain't no more of a criminal than everybody else on there. But he's still sitting in the Sitting in the hold tank. <laughs> Still nigga. So it's just, I mean, like, like a black woman would say, I find it funny, though. You know, for a group of people that feel like they being, you know, unfairly targeted, that the justice system is a fraud and there's a witch hunt behind them. And if they come, what's Trump's line? 
They coming for me, then they coming for you. Well, somebody they came for, it's noticeable for a man that helped you, you sure ain't helping him. Uh, huh. No, none of y'all got a lawyer friend y'all could throw to the homie that helped you try to overthrow the government, help you try to overthrow a duly elected official, help you try to disenfranchise a man that attempted to disenfranchise his own people. Y'all ain't got no y'all ain't got no spare lawyers. Y'all can't loan him no money. Cause you could y'all used his clout. Huh. Wonder why. Well, I'll tell you why. Rich nigga, poor nigga. Fake nigga, real nigga. Light nigga, dark nigga. House nigga, field nigga. Still nigga. Full politics, y'all. So what's the moral of the story? Usually I try to have some sort of either an explanation or a like, okay, what's, what are we like, what are we doing here? Let me tell you what we're doing here. What we're doing here is being the voice of your ancestors. You, you can't listen, man. When a person show you who they are, you got to believe them. I don't care if they purple. I don't care what color they come from. But especially in America, fam. If you if you see a group, maybe they cool with you, but they doing some very prejudicial stuff towards another group that maybe you not a part of. That's their character. If you see somebody willing to lie for you, a lot of times they willing to lie on you. You see somebody willing to lie about somebody else to get what they want, then they gonna lie on you to get somebody to get what they want. If you witness the person get thrown under the bus, you have to know you next. Young brother. You gotta stay woke. I ain't thought of this before, but you know, you could use promo code HOOD for 15% off on terraformcoldbrew.com. Like, I forgot I own that company and this is my pod. Y'all go ahead and punch in promo code HOOD if you in the cold brew. Get you some cold brew. Go on, get you some coffee. Y'all, like, I can't believe I ain't thinking this till right now. 
this thing right here was recorded by me, Propaganda, in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, California. This thing was mixed, edited, mastered, and scored by the one and only Matt Osowski. Y'all, check out this fool's music. I mean, it's incredible. Executive produced by Sophie Lichterman for Cool Zone Media. Man, and thank you for everybody who continue to tap in with us. Make sure you leave a reviews and five-star ratings and sharing it with the homies so we could get this thing pushed up in the algorithm and listen i just want to remind you these people is not smarter than you if you understand city living you understand politics we'll see you next week Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 